Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Breath Hub. Take a deep breath. Deep conversations are starting. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Deep Conversations by Breath Up. I have another lovely lady with me. I don't know why I'm bending <laughs> to the microphone. I will let her introduce herself because I know it's always better for people to introduce themselves. Welcome. Hello, Nefsha. I'll let you introduce yourself. <laughs> Thank you, Nefsha, for inviting me to your uh, podcast. It's amazing to be here and connecting with your amazing audience as well. Um, so, yeah, my name is Timela Garcia, I'm known as Mel or Chakra Mama Healing. I'm a yoga teacher and holistic practitioner based in London and um, part of the Breath Hub family of course. I would like to dive deep into Chakra Mama Healing. <laughs> would you explain us a little bit about what you're doing over there? Uh, well, Chakra Mama Healing... Uh, because it sounds exciting, right guys? <laughs> it sounds amazing. It is exciting. It is exciting. Um, so Chakra Mama Healing uh, was born, I think, uh, mid 2019. I was already um, using a name as a Holistic Mind UK. Um, I was obviously doing all the um, healing arts, Reiki sound healing. I was taking part in big festivals, uh, yoga retreats. Um, but uh, something um, something clicked one day that I thought that I just completely grown out of uh, Holistic Mind UK and I wanted to go even deeper and um, and uh, I think I evolved uh, in so many ways. Um, I also my yoga, my personal yoga practice evolved, and it was very much directing or direction was into the chakras. Mm. And I came up with the chakra uh, and the mama because I'm a mom, and the healing because that is what uh, is my purpose or what I want to do. And so that's how chakra mama healing came up. And uh, and after that is yeah, it's been amazing. I've been enjoying being called and known as Chakra Mama Healing. Uh, yeah, it's a br brilliant name. And thank you. you have a great book. Just, I think it just came up, right? It's, yes. It's brand new yes. called Chakras. It's for anybody who wants to dive into chakras, the Kundalini energy and the chakras, the guide to principles, practices and more. Would you explain our listeners what's, what they can find in the book? Yes. Um, so, yes, you are right. The book has been just published on the 5th of August this year. I wrote the book last year during the lockdown, mm -hmm. three months only. Yeah. It's uh, 304 pages and it's more like a, just a book. It is a, a comprehensive manual and of rituals and practices uh, super complete in my opinion i've heard so many good feedbacks and reviews yeah, it's beautiful of it. you have everything is in colors of course everything is in different chakras and yeah. 
Of course, I'm interested because I know our listeners will also be interested in the topic Kundalini awakening. Mm -hmm. It's a huge topic, right? Nowadays, yes, like I keep on hearing and I keep on getting, I mean, even though I don't work around that area, <laughs> I keep on getting questions on Kundalini awakening. What's Kundalini awakening? How can we awaken Kundalini? And you have great stories around that. And yeah, I would love certainly. to listen to your Kundalini awakening mm. and also how people can awaken their own kundalini energy. Yeah, sure. Um, so, yeah, basically, um, I have to say that my first love in yoga was Ashtanga yoga, which is a, a yoga style which focuses a lot on the physical part of the self or of the person. And from that, as I said, uh, I was diving more into the chakras and the healing and the energies. And when I had the opportunity to become a yoga teacher, I when I wanted to um, study the Kundalini, but uh, my Kundalini um, yoga is the original, the tantric traditional Kundalini, not the modern Kundalini as it is by by yoga by Yogi Bhajan. And so yes, yeah, so it's, the roots are very tantrics, and uh, uh, there are so much that is said about the Kundalini nowadays. And uh, I think we're just really um, scratching just the surface of Kundalini. Kundalini is that dormant, um, powerful energy that is within us uh, at the base of the spine. And what we do in this lifetime is the purpose is just to awaken that energy. Mm -hmm. Is that energy that I was saying the other day that we have created this world. We have achieved so much as a collective in the world with working only with a little potential of ourselves. Imagine if we awaken this amazing creative huge energy, energy, huge energy. Roots, exactly. Basically. Imagine if we do that, then this world would be completely different. And this is what I liked about this practice is that I know and I have felt this energy, part of that energy. And, and I know it's super powerful. And this is why I want to uh, get the word out there and mm -hmm. get people into the chakra system and the Kundalini because it really is really um, amazing an experience and it will develop you. It will take you to another, I will say, to the maximum of your maximum, potential. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to dive deep into something else because <laughs> you, I know you also have a tantric background. Mm. Uh, is, and there's the, this is probably a question uh, for many people, is the kundalini energy a sexual energy? It is, is it related with sexual, you know, um, sexuality because it's deep in our roots and it's very, you know, connected over there? What would you say around that? Um, yes, um, it is in, in a way, yes. Um, I know there is a, a little bit of a misunderstanding when people say tantric or tantra, people associated with Kama Sutra or with a sexual part. Um, tantra as, as itself is, is a system of practices mm -hmm. and, and the sexual part, it is, it is linked, but it's not the whole thing. Um, the Kundalini Shakti or Kundalini energy it is uh, very much that sexual energy that yeah. it is within I, I think I think why people why people relate, you know, tantra and the kundalini and with with the sexual energy. I think it's because it's around the you know first As chakra, well. the root chakra. Yes. So can we also say like also awakening the kundalini energy and the awakening the tantric energy is very much related because it's basically taking that root energy and just you know hiring that energy, mm. just you know 
creating that very root, low vibrational energy and just taking it to a higher and higher frequency. Yeah. So I think that's why people are like maybe Kundalini awakening and also the tantric energy, the sexual energy, they're all related. Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. No, they're sort of definitely related. And um, if we go, uh, as you say, on the tantra and the tantric uh, knowledge and traditions, obviously... The Kundalini energy is represented, or what we know by Shakti, um, and then obviously we have Shiva, which is the divine feminine energy, and then Shiva is the masculine um, energy. Shiva is the container, is the highest consciousness, and is according to the tantric traditions, is sitting at the crown of the head, uh, the crown chakra, because it represents the highest consciousness. Whereas um, the Kundalini or Shakti is at the bottom we should have to be awakened with the purpose that when it rises up it meets Shiva and there is that communion that unification of Shiva the masculine energy with the feminine energy so there is like a, that sort of powerful um, union between the two forces yeah. and then once is that happens then there is no duality. Then the duality dissolves and it's just pure consciousness. Um, and this is what the purpose of the, any yogi uh, or is to, uh, to, to achieve that, to raise the consciousness. Um, that energy represents consciousness. So it is very low at the moment, individually and a collective level. Mm-hmm. And what we need is very, in the, is, is very much on the material and physical world. And that's why we are very much into the physical and material. And in order for us to ascend and level up our consciousness, we need to work on bringing that energy up, which represents yeah. our consciousness. Yeah. So the higher it starts ascending, the more awakened we're going to become and the more yeah. detached we're going to be um, of all this physical Mm-hmm. and a material world okay. where we are. Okay. So one last question about <laughs> Shakti and Shiva. Uh, how I see it or, or how I connect with the Shakti energy, it's kind of like the Shakti energy is the energy, the vibration that is everywhere and it's ever expanding, like the expansion of the feminine energy ever expanding. And the Shiva brings structure and brings kind of like system, the male energy. Like when we speak in yeah. everyday languages for people who are more... Um, you know, who are not much into, you know, the spiritual realm, but you want to tap into, maybe they want to know more about it on, you know, everyday language. It's kind of like the Shiva and the male energy is the system. It's the, you know, it's the crown, it's the systemizing, it's the uh, intellectual, it is Mm -hmm. bringing structure. And I sometimes say it's like like the male sexual organ, you know, very structured. Yeah. But the the Shakti is like the woman, like the feminine sexual organ is expanding and it's expansion and ever expanding. And bringing those together is kind of like grounding the feminine energy, grounding the Mm -hmm. Shakti energy. I see that's kind of like what we need. I want to know your uh, your ideas about that like where where do you see the world where is the world at right now because i i have a strong feeling we're very much you know tapping into the shakti energy absolutely and that's why everything is falling apart and mm-hmm. i see more and more men having problems about their lives which wasn't the case 15 mm-hmm. years ago because i've been working mm-hmm. with a lot of individuals on you know in my workshops mm-hmm. mentoring and I see, I haven't been seeing this many men having problems with their lives 10 years ago, 15 years ago. So mm-hmm. I kind of like see this 
evolving happening. And I think everything we're experiencing is about that. Like the Shakti is just, you know, yeah, the Kundalini awakening and the Shakti is there, you know. Yeah. I would yeah. like to learn your ideas. Like, how um, do you see it? Yeah, you are absolutely right with everything that you have um, just said. <clears throat> um, the, the, the Kundalini energy, the Shakti energy has been repressed over the years. We are living in a world that is dominated by men. And, uh, and, wa and women in living in these modern times have been trying to compete or be equal to men's in terms of jobs and salaries and everything. So um, we are in, in a world that is men dominated. And what happened that feminine energy, which is, as you say, very creative, is intuitive, is nourishing, has been repressed because we need to try to live in, in a line with the world that is male or, you know, energy mm -hmm. and men dominated. So now what's happening is with this awakening, collective awakening, uh, the feminine, the divine feminine is rising. And now sisters are coming together. We are now nourishing our bodies. Now we understand that we need to, it's not about need to do and go and do. It's more about also resting and tapping into that feminine energy that tell us to rest, to tap into our bodies, to nourish our bodies, and to to integrate. It's about no competition, and it's about integrating the two forces together. And 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 this is what happened. The, ener the feminine energy is present within women and also within men. So it's, it's present within all of us. And what we need to do is try to integrate both energies and what's happening is now that feminine energy is rising and it can create a conflict. And it's needed, kind of. You it know? has it's to happen. Like, it has to uh, happen, yeah. the awareness yeah, of yeah. Um, women are speaking up now. Women yeah. as a group, there you see now there is more, um, it's not about being a feminist, it's about um, recognizing that you're a divine being and uh, you have those also, those qualities is, yeah. you know, that repression as women, you know, the women have felt since the world is world, um, is, is, is breaking. Those structures yeah, are we're, we're breaking still the patriarchal the structures. Yeah. yeah, and we're still the generation like kind of after the war generation. <clears throat> and, you know, because of that, it's, it was always like action and development and developing and structuring. So it's kind of like the male energy was needed. I, if, you know, when I look back, I can see that the male energy was needed so that we could create this. Mm -hmm. We could create the buildings and we could create the economy and the capital and everything and now it's kind of like saturated because it's like too much mm -hmm. and that's why the world has been I think forcing us that's what I see individually like forcing us to stop and calm down and tap into that Shakti energy and men and women like for all of us I think it's yeah. been happening for the past few years yeah it's which amazing. is beautiful to yeah. to witness yeah. exciting times for sure yeah. um witnessing the you know be part of the process yeah. um yeah. because we need to think about beautiful. also our generation and our kids the youngest that are coming now through they are you know i do have now um very young um clients young girls um, when I was at that age, I was in another world, you know, I was in my world. But I don't know. And it's, I, it is beautiful to see young women like 19 and 20 coming to me because they are 
they are very awake. They are very aware of yeah. the impact of what's happening. And they're talking in such a way of uh, the about womanhood and the womb, the sacred space, the divine energy. So I think also social media have has is been playing an important role right now because it's helping to spread the world of uh, the divine feminine yeah, rising yeah. and uh, getting the sisters together so there is a lot of um, awakening goddesses circles women's circles ceremonies rituals where we can start co-creating and tapping into that magical energy as yeah, well again yeah. you know and you have an amazing story around that like you did tap into that goddess energy with an amazing experience mm -hmm. yes it was let's hear about that yes very quickly uh, making the long um, story short it was, this was um in, during my initiation as a kundalini um yoga teacher and uh, by that moment when we had this mantra uh initiation we were tapping into the energy of one of the goddess the hindu goddess which is kali Um, she's represented by being a black color and she's got the tongue out and she actually has a head, holding a head and sort of thing. So it can be a quite graphic and I know it can be <laughs> terrifying for some people, but it's actually she's a good mother that cares for um, the older children. Anyway, we were just uh, invoking that energy, tapping into that energy with mantras, meditation, um, strong kundalini techniques and tantric techniques. And I had the visions uh, during the meditation, which lasted over 40, around 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, I started becoming very anxious and um, actually scared as well. Um, and I had the visions of skeletons and I had of someone and the image of someone in, in my face with a tongue out. And, and at that point, I didn't know how Cali goddess looked like. I didn't know. The teacher didn't show us a picture and I didn't know. And, uh, and then after the, uh, the, the practice, I sent to the teacher an email and say, I had these visions during my practice and I felt scared and what does it mean? And then she said, you have had the representation of Kali. Kali mm. is represented with a skeleton with skulls around her and she has the tongue out. So wow. from that moment, I completely 100% believe that this is true. The <laughs> Hindus, goddess and goddess energies are there, that you can really tap into these energies when you are in that space of, you know, completely meditation. When you focus, you can invoke these energies. And um, so, yeah, it was, even though it was scary at some point, because it's, um, the Kali goddess is chaotic. That energy is a little bit of a chaotic mm. um, because she's a destroyer as well. Um, but then after that, it came a beautiful calm that I felt and peace. And it's like a, everything came back to, you know, to place even better. So I just felt that was a certain awakening for me. Yeah, and it's it kind incredible. of like it's beautiful because it's it's like the world has its own balance. So without the destruction, there is no birth. Exactly. So that's like I can fully connect with her energy, like destruction to give birth. Yeah. Because, you know, without the other one, the other one isn't possible. Neither of it is yeah. possible yeah. without each other. So Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank you. I see you're a very inspired teacher <laughs> and you're very passionate about your work because the moment we walked in, we started oh. chatting and talking and I was like, stop, stop, let's talk about these in the podcast. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to ask you one more question. And this is kind of like a popular question of mine. I have been asking for some time now for uh, every teacher 
I was pri privileged to um, speak with. I don't say interview because this doesn't seem like an interview. I'm also a teacher, so it's kind of like a deep conversation between two dedicated teachers on their mm -hmm. own path. What would be the one thing you want or would like humanity to know and understand before you die? Wow, what a question. Um, I think I would love to, to see more people believing in themselves and understanding that we are more than just a flesh and bones, mm. that we are beings more uh, capable of what you can imagine to do. So once you have that little you know, seed planted in you that you are more than just this image which you identify yourself with, mm. then you are able to create the life, you know, you want. Yeah, so going beyond the body. Beyond this mind, beyond this physical body, mm. there is something beautiful and incredible that some of us um, understand and are on this path of understanding that we are beautiful spiritual beings living in a physical experience. And uh, yeah, I think once uh, that will also help this world to become less um, angry as well, more loving, um, because there is, you know, we live in that sort of, as I mentioned before, we are in that in that space of ego identification with the material things and the physical. And once we start understanding that we are more than that, then we yeah. don't need to attach to that being greedy and really being really holding on to ego and attached to the physical things, you know, that's causing all the pain and suffering in the world and to ourselves. So I think the more you tap into that beautiful energy in a self, Mm. then you you understand that yeah you're more than yeah. that you can live yeah and i would life. like to i would like to finish this with an inquiry for anybody listening to us so if you are someone who's already meditating doing yoga breath work you know what we're talking about you know exactly what we're talking about which is beyond words but we do tap into a level of consciousness which we can where we can fully leave this body world illusion and tap into something more real but if you're someone who is new new to all these practices and you're kind of like i don't know what you're talking about i would ask you to just have an inquiry you know on on yourself for yourself and ask yourself if i'm not this buddy who am i so just just start mm -hmm. you know let's start with this inquiry because mm -hmm. i think it all starts there huh yeah if i'm not this buddy this is like this is kind of like the whole death, after death experiences people live and experience, you know, kind of like, uh, yeah, if you're not this buddy, who you are, who are you? Yeah, that's yeah. the inquiry for today. Or who's witnessing your thoughts? Because yeah. when you are sitting in meditation and you identify, hold on, you're thinking, but you know that you are thinking such a thing. So who's that person? Who's yeah. who's that yeah. Let who consciousness that, that, that who's thinking, thinking that's seeing you thinking yeah. so you see there is something beyond this mind there is something yeah. beyond this body once you tap into that a, a sweet spot of awareness and mm. only you can achieve that with that with that stillness that sometimes you know you need to sit in that stillness to find the answers to really 
uh, shut the noises in your mind, in your head, because that's a superficial mind that is telling you yeah. this and that. That's not yeah. actually the mind. So, yeah. so yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, I love that. The yeah. who am I? Oh, who are oh, yeah, we? And anyone are. who would like to shut that voice in the head, who would like to dive deep into meditation, download breath hub if you haven't before and start practicing breath work because with breath work in a couple of minutes you can deeply dive into that silent sweet spot and connect with what we're saying thank you so much this was beautiful thank and you and i enjoyed Nashua. every moment of it thank you and so thanks much. for listening and thanks for watching i hope you enjoyed it as well if you like our videos and podcasts make sure you uh, click on like wherever you're watching or listening to us and also make sure you subscribe. See you in the next one. See you. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you.